0: It's a nice little video, right? You want to have some ice cream if you watch that video. (laughs) Good morning, everybody. My name is Joke. i and one of the leaders here in this church. And it's an honor to be with you all and to be able to share the word with you. And uh, before I start, I first want to announce something new we're going to do Uh, in September. We'll start our new Welcome to Church events. Um, Many of you who have been here for a couple of years, you know um, that we always do special evenings where you get to know the church. We call the next steps. And now in September, we start something new. We call it Welcome to Church. It's every first Thursday at 7.30. And if you're new or if you want to know more about the church, if you want to meet the pastors, we would love to get to know you every first Thursday at 7.30. So today, it's, uh, we are in our psalms, summer psalms series, and it's uh, my turn to speak on Psalm 115. Um, as you know, we are in this series of six halal psalms, and these are all songs of praise. Each psalm has a different emphasis, and they were used in the Passover celebration and still are used in Passover meals. And uh, the traditional Jewish Passover celebration is full of meaning and prophecies about Christ. And uh, in the Gospels, where Jesus is, um, when, when he had the Last Supper, which is actually the Passover meal, when he installed communion, it says that they were singing songs of praise and they were singing these psalms. So these psalms help us to be focused on a life of abundance, of a life of thankfulness. And um, worshiping God is something we do with all our heart, with our mind and our strength. It's not just an act or a song. It's a life devoted to God. So, during this series, we'll explore more in these Psalms that took a central position in the Bible, in the Jewish festivals, and take us through a journey of thankfulness. And today, we'll learn a lot about the blessings of God, and the secret is in our worship, and that we can check our idols. So, the whole series is on the slide. Uh, you can see. Uh, where we are right now we're on psalm 115 and the next week we have bob and then pastor sebastian will be back from holidays and then we'll have marcel so we have a lot of different speakers don't you like it to have different speakers every week (laughs) it's uh it's a nice change yeah, and I think uh, I want to honor Pastor Sebastian giving this platform for other speakers. And, um, and we really miss him. Of course, he's on holiday, he will be back. But it's great that he gives the opportunity to other speakers as well. But I cannot live up to all the expectation. Of course, I'm just, uh, I don't have a lot of experience, especially not in English. So bear with me, encourage me sometime. <laughs> So thank you, Uh, today is um, Psalm 115, today praise him for his blessings, and I've titled it Worship Focus. So uh, when I was reading this Psalm, I will read it later, I will put it in little pieces and then we get to learn something from each piece, Uh, we we will learn later, we will read later that it's also about idols compared to God's greatness. and. I was distracted. I was thinking about idols. and the, Do you remember that TV show Idols a couple of years ago on television? And uh, it's a little bit the same like X Factor and The Voice. You remember that? So I was on YouTube. I was distracted, of course, and uh, not doing what I'm supposed to do. And I was on YouTube looking into these audition moments of idols. I was really um, a bit scary sometimes <laughs> how people... Um, cannot really sing and then try to audition and then they're mad if they're not chosen and the family comes in and picks a fight and it's, it's kind of uh, sad for those people. I think, why, why are you doing this? You don't have any friends who say, hey, maybe you have other talents, you know? So, <laughs> but what is it that something in us wants to be seen, wants to be known? Um, people want to be known or famous or that liked. People want to have some people looking up to them. And that's something we all have inside of us. And we also have inside of us that we wanna look up to people or follow people or have inspirational people in our lives that we can learn something from, and that's great. And so did the Israelites, actually. So, um, when they were in the desert for 40 years, they followed their leaders and they needed inspiration. So of course, you know one of their leaders, or their leader, main leader, was Moses. And, um, and we learned a lot last week as well about the people of Israel, that they did not have a lot of patience with this, with this leader. And the same in the world we live in today. We don't have a lot of patience. And, um, and let's start to read. Let's dive in this summer, Psalm 115. It starts with verse one. Not unto us o lord not unto us but to your name give glory but because of your mercy because of your truth so we give god the glory because he is mercy he is truth he gave his life for us while we did not deserve it he is the truth his word guides us in the truth so you know we are all made to worship actually we're all made actually to made to worship god And if we don't worship God, we'll worship other things. That's how we're wired. We are wired to worship something. We're wired to idolize something in our lives. So also the Israelites, when Moses was up the mountain, they became impatient. In Exodus, we can read the following story about them making an idol, a golden calf. You know, they were just impatient with, with Moses and they wanted something. They wanted something. they had a need, a hole in their life. Like we all can have that in our life. So let's read in Exodus 32, verse 32, about that gold calf they made. Now, when the people saw that Moses delayed coming down from the mountain, the people gathered together to Aaron, Aaron and said to him, Come, make us gods that shall go before us. For as for this Moses, the man who brought us up out from the land of Egypt, we don't know what's become of him. And Aaron said to them, Break off the golden earrings which are in the ears of your wives, your sons and your daughters and bring them to me. So all the people broke off the golden earrings that were in their ears and brought them to Aaron. Then he received the gold from their hand and fashioned it with an engraving tool and made a molded calf. And then they said, this is our God, O Israel, that brought, out, brought you out of the land of Egypt. So when Aaron saw it, he built an altar before it. And Aaron made a proclamation and said, tomorrow is a feast to the Lord. And then they rose early the next day, offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings. And the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. But then the Lord said to Moses, Go get down for your people from who brought who you brought out of the land of Egypt, have corrupted themselves, they have turned aside quickly out of the way which I commanded them, they have made themselves a molded calf and worshipped it and sacrificed to it. and said, this is your your God, O Israel, that brought you out of the land of Egypt. And the Lord said to Moses, I have seen this people, and indeed, It's a stiff-necked people. Now, therefore, let me alone that my wrath may burn hot against them and that I may consume them and I will make you of a great nation. And then Moses pleaded for the people to give them a second chance and the Lord did. Um, But why? Why did they make an idol? Why did they make a golden calf? Like I said, people are made to worship God. And if we're misguided if we're not spending the time with god then we start to worship something else that's that's how we are made and um and as we as we read on in psalm 115 in verse 2 we can read about idols about idols instead of god so in verse 2 it says why should the gentiles say so where is their god our god is in heaven He does whatever he pleases. Their idols are silver and gold, the work of man's hands. They have mouths, but they do not speak. Eyes they have, but they do not see. They have ears, but they do not hear. Noses they have, but they do not smell. They have hands, but they do not handle. Feet they have, but they do not walk. Nor do they mutter through their throat. Those... Who make them are like them. So is everyone who trusts in them. Wow, so what, what are we worshipping nowadays? What is it? It's not a golden calf. But what are our, our idols? And what is worship? Worship, it takes our attention, our focus and time. It's where you invest in. So I brought this. This is a focus lens. If you focus on something, you enlarge it. And what's an idol? Idols are anything that takes God's place in giving us fulfillment, satisfaction, security, or significance. So everything else that replaces God in giving us these things is an idol. Many of the things that people have idolized, both both past and present, are not necessarily bad things, can be good things, only it has a wrong priority in our life. It's God first and then other things. But where do you focus on? What do you enlarge? What's in your life that has a higher priority than than the, the relationship with God? It can be anything, it can be good, it can be your job, it can be your car, it can be friends, it can be your personal pleasure. You know, we live in this day of life in Dutch, it's makbaarheid. We can manufacture our life, we can make our life, everything is possible. We live in a day and age where there's so many possibilities. We can travel, we can study, there's so much out there and we see a lot of inspiration. So we can't come to the conclusion and to the lie that we can make our lives ourselves. And that can be an idol, how you make your life. Also, and yeah, this is something that the Lord showed me this morning. There can be people here, maybe that's for for you, that have made their problems their idol. There might be a problem in your life that you focus on all the time and that you enlarge it, but God is greater. I want to state it out to you. God is greater than your problem and God can overcome with you. So... Where was I? <laughs> Can be anything that's, um, that's before God. So, oh yeah, here. The root word for idols, I found the word uh, that it means in, in the deeper uh, sense is worthless. So in the Psalm in verse eight it says, those who make them are like them. So is everyone who trusts in them. So this means that you become like an idol, worthless. That's pretty harsh, right? You don't want that. But then the psalm goes on, on a more positive note. In verse 9, trust in the Lord. Israel, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. O house of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. You who fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. And then it goes on. It's a blessing for us. In verse 12, the Lord has been mindful to us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless those who fear the Lord, both small and great. May the Lord give you increase more and more, you and your children. May you be blessed by the Lord who made heaven and earth. The heaven, even the heavens are the Lord's, but earth he has given to the children of men. So there's a promise of blessing. A blessing for those who fear the Lord. So instead of trusting our idols, trusting on what keeps us busy, we should refocus on trusting the Lord and be in awe of Him. So instead of looking around and down, you should look up and focus on Him. Refocus your trust on the Lord. Be in awe of Him. So it said those who fear the Lord will be blessed. What does that mean, to fear the Lord? It's when we have a really understanding of His holiness, His purity, His perfection, when we stand in awe of who He is, what He has done. This reference motivates us to walk in His ways and to follow His commands, to live our life according to His will. That's the fear of the Lord. And that's, there's a big blessing for your life and for your children. And the promise in first 10, that's huge, that the God who made the universe, the God who is so big, he is your help and he is your shield. That's so special, that's so extraordinary. Can you imagine that God of universe is your help? He is your protector, he's your shield. And then in verse 17, it says, The dead no, do not praise the Lord, nor any who go down into silence. But we we will bless the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. Praise the Lord. So in verse 17, it speaks about being spiritual dead. But we are not dead. We are awake. We are awakened. And that's why we'll bless the Lord till forevermore. We'll seek our blessing from God and not from anything else in the world. So, I have a couple of take-homes and they won't be new because I gave them pretty much all away. But just for, for the record, um, the first take-home for you today is what's my focus? Do an idols check in your life. Check your life, maybe this holiday season is a great season to check what's my focus, what have bi- I've been enlarging in my life. Can be good things, can be bad things, can be a problem, can be a relationship that maybe if you listen well, the Lord says, I want you to break off, or it can be something else you need to stop in your life, or it can be something you thought was good, felt good, but is it really God? Ask him, what have I placed before you? What part of my life is not surrendered fully to Christ, to you? Am I keeping parts for myself? You know, in um, Revelations, John writes to the Ephesians and the Ephesians, they were pretty much a great church. They were great people, Christ followers. They, they were uh, radical uh, in love with Jesus. And, uh, but he wrote something really um, daunting. He said, they have forsaken the love they had first. That they had fallen and they have to repent. Otherwise, God will remove the lampstand from this place. That means that God will close the church. So the first love for Christ, what is it in your life? Can you remember when you first came to Christ or when you first accepted him into your life or when you had a revelation of his love for you? That's very important to keep in your life and to work on the relationship with God and to listen to Him if He says, go a different direction or get your priorities right. We can do all kinds of activities, but everything has to come from the love for God, the God first life. So have you surrendered your full life completely to God? I'm speaking to myself too. There's always little parts where you think, "Hmm, I thought I had it completely surrendered, but now I'm at the steering wheel. I want to do what I want. So many opportunities out there. And um, one of my favorite writers, a Dutch guy, um, pastor, his name is Henk Binnendijk. He wrote a new book. And um, he had a great parallel story about a hairdresser, about a surrendered life. So he tells a story. That you are not in control when you sit in the chair of the hairdresser we're all been there right just um, okay here i am uh, I, I explained something but you're kind of in the hands of this person it can be scary right ladies can be scary so you can go to the best hairdresser in town sit in the chair with a sheet over you and just when he wants to start you stand up and leave He's waiting on you when you return. As soon as he begins again, you walk outside, see what's happening there. If you do this for a while, the hairdresser says, sorry, I give up on you. And you're offended. You say, but you're the best hairdresser in the town. And he says, yes, but you don't surrender to me, so I cannot start working on you. And that's exactly what God says, don't walk away. I can be trusted, God can be trusted, He can, he's your shield, He's your protector, He knows you better, He made you, Who made every cell, He formed you in the mother's womb. Why not give Him your life? The second t- take home is trust Him and fear Him, be in awe of Him. And how can you make it practical? In your daily life, be thankful. Give him your first thoughts. Not go to everyone else or type it somewhere, but talk to him first. Go to him first. Be aware of his holiness. He's there for you. And the third take home I have is worship the Lord, because in him are all blessings. Be thankful for all things, little things, big things. For me... It helps me when I walk in nature just to speak out loud and say, see a little flower and say, Oh God, you made this so pretty and wow, how this nature at the moment is very dry in the Netherlands. But when it starts to rain again, the the, the recovery of nature, it's all in the DNA of nature and God made it so beautiful. I'm in awe of who you are, Lord, through nature. Or, Or when this little baby is born, we just saw a picture. I'm in awe of how you made us humans, and how you made all this, this, this life power in cells, that is all in there, and you are amazing, God. Speak these things out loud, and you'll get a different perspective. You go from here to there, and it's a different perspective, because you enlarge him. You enlarge what he has done in your life. You enlarge what he is capable of. So important. In him are all the blessings. He's your help and he's your shield. And um, I want to close off with saying that maybe it's new to you, the faith. Maybe you have not never surrendered your life to Jesus or to God. Then this is an opportunity to start doing that. He is trustworthy. He's, he's your blessing. He's your shield. So let's take the time to pray. If this is for you, just pray. We all pray out loud and you can repeat after me. And then uh, and give your life to Jesus. You have nothing to lose. It only gets better. Lord Jesus, let's all speak it out loud so it's um, supported by the whole church. Lord Jesus, we are in awe of who you are. We love you so much. I want to surrender my life again to you, or maybe for the first time. Lord, have my all, and help me if there's any idols that are in the way of your blessing. In Jesus' name, amen, amen.